Think Humanities, a podcast for people who love history, philosophy, culture, literature, civic dialogue, and the arts. Think Humanities, from Kentucky Humanities, where we've been telling Kentucky stories for 45 years. Here is your host, Bill Goodman. Jay McCoy is here from Briar Books in Lexington. Uh, Summer Reads, our topic today. Uh, Jay, uh, summertime, uh, you might think that uh, somebody has a little bit more time to indulge in the uh, written word and read and uh, maybe a a beach book or two, but there's always other selections. Uh, We appreciate you coming uh, in uh, to Think Humanities today. First of all, just tell us a little bit about uh, Briar, how long you've been uh, in business, where you're located in Lexington, and then we'll launch into our book discussion. All right. Well, thanks for having me today, Bill. Um, Briar actually began uh, from the closing of the Morris Bookshop, and uh, I was the general manager at Morris, and uh, when Wynn decided to get out of the business, he told me, Jay, you've got to do your own thing. And so that's exactly what we did is Uh, My business partner, Savannah Sipple, and I decided that as soon as Morris closed, we opened Briar as a mobile um, pop-up shop and event shop. So we did events around uh, the state and handled uh, book sales for a number of different uh, organizations with that. We had met previously at the Appalachian Writers Workshop, uh, where the the shop is actually a bookseller for now. And that's where the the name of the shop came from uh, with it, was from Jim Wayne Miller's Briar Sermon. And so we had our mission and we set out on it and uh, had um, some good success as the pop-up shop and event shop, and we came into our brick-and-mortar location back in October. So you are still available as a pop-up shop, I and mean, you're doing both the uh, the bricks-and-mortar uh, store, uh, which is on South Ashland Avenue. Correct. And uh, right next to John's walk-run shop, if people are familiar with uh, Lexington, and, and John's been around for so long. So uh, but you still do your, your pop-up events. Yeah, we actually uh, had a pop-up event in Hazard back in March. It uh, was very successful. We were set up for a day at the uh, Bobby Davis Museum and Memorial Park there. And we plan to go back to, to Hazard later on this year again. Uh, and we're looking at opportunities to get to uh, other locations, especially in the eastern part of the state where Savannah and I are both from, where there may not be a bookshop within an hour drive or so so that we'll go in for a day or two and uh, sell some books and see what people are interested in. Well, that's a, uh, that's, a that's a public service as well as uh, of benefit to you, but I think uh, maybe uh, socially or or um, uh, from, from an intelligence standpoint, it's a benefit for the people uh, there that they can touch and feel books that they might not have an opportunity to do so in a bookstore. Yeah, and that's bo- both Savannah and I you know, come from uh, book-loving families, that that was our early exposure um, to uh, building community. And, and that's really our purpose with with Briar Books is rather than just being a bookshop, uh, we really want to build a community around the shop and around reading and hoping to do that with the bricks and mortar here in Lexington and with our pop-up shops and events throughout greater Kentucky. Well, as I mentioned, uh, you're here. Uh, this is your show uh, to talk about uh, 
the books that you're selling, uh, the, the ones that you would recommend that people read uh, throughout the summer, and you uh, have quite a variety. So let's just start right at the top and, and let you uh, launch into your uh, discussion on what's, uh, what's uh, good and what you would recommend. Uh, one of the first ones that I would uh, throw out is one that we just had an event with uh, Silas House for his new book, Southernmost. Uh, if, if anyone else is like us, we've been waiting a number of years for Silas to come out with his, his next uh, novel, and Southernmost does not disappoint. Uh, it's got a great uh, personal story in it, as well as a bit of a road trip. Um, it's set in primarily uh, Appalachian area of Tennessee down to Key West. Uh, so you get a good variety of characters and that great story that Silas is, is well known for. And you did a book event uh, for uh, Silas's launch uh, just a few weeks ago and, and had a, a big crowd there, moved it outside. It was a, a hot day, but Silas was so uh, accommodating to everyone there, answered lots of questions, and then signed for probably hours. I don't know how long it, <laughs> it took him to sign all of those books. And Silas is really... Uh, uh, gosh, in Kentucky, he's been around uh, w- with several other novels, but he has a radio program, uh, teaches at Berea. Uh, this, this, uh, as someone uh, said to me just today, this might be the year of Silas House. Uh, this, this is his time. This, this, this novel has, is well worth the wait. And uh, most people I know who have read it usually devour it over the course of a weekend. What else do you have? Um, also, uh, locally, um, is uh, Hannah Petard has her new novel, uh, Visible Empire, um, which is set in Atlanta and deals with a historical uh, event of a a plane crash that uh, happened back in the 70s that a number of the art community uh, of Atlanta lost their life during, and it um, Hannah has taken that as sort of an anchor point and really developed a, a beautiful story of the resiliency of the human spirit and uh, the role of creativity and community uh, in our uh, strength and survival with that. Hannah is um, the uh, head of the MFA program uh, at the University of Kentucky. I think this is her second novel. Is it second? Uh, this, this is actually her third. Third novel. Her okay. third novel uh, uh, with it. She, she's done quite well uh, on each publication. It seems like her, her uh, stature in the writing community, her, her name is growing. And, and she's really had a national uh, appearance uh, uh, with this novel. Yeah, yeah. Reunion and Listen to Me, her two prior ones, really sort of built her name. And um, the strength of Reunion is what brought her to uh, UK. And I think with Visible Empire, she's getting a lot more attention. And I think Hannah's a name we'll continue to see. Uh, on the bestseller charts. So those are two uh, good novels, uh, Silas House and Hannah Petard. Uh, and your third one uh, today? Uh, one uh, that I would recommend is also a new one from a, uh, a Lexington writer from Tiffany Rice, The Chateau, which if uh, folks are familiar with uh, Tiffany's writing, she's um, sometimes classified as romance or erotica. Uh, she's very well known internationally for her original centers series 
series and if you know that series you'll know the main character of the chateau is kingsley from uh the king from that series uh with this so this is a a great um read this would be one that uh if someone came in looking for that beach read uh in the traditional sense of it um you can't go wrong with the chateau or with any of tiffany's writing it's a good quality writing and uh an interesting story to go along with it all right and that's uh, that's tiffany rice and and by the way spell her last name because it's not as it as it is pronounced yeah it's r-e-i-s-z r-e-i-s-z yes uh, tiffany rice all right and uh, the next one yeah another uh fun read uh is actually coming out uh this week on july 10th is uh andrew schaefer's hope never dies and it's a um it's a road trip mystery where uh, Joe Biden and Barack Obama are the basically grown-up Hardy Boys um, doing an investigation into the mysterious death of Joe Biden's favorite Amtrak driver. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew has uh, now he has been uh, around for uh, a, a, a little while yeah. I mean, he's, he's still a young person yeah uh, but but uh, this was the the, the newest uh, and he's going to in case I think we're going to post this podcast on Wednesday of this week I think he's going to be with you on Thursday is yes. that correct yeah yeah he'll be with us on Thursday the 12th uh, and he's he's really well known for his humor and he does such a great job with it and and this i am really excited about this one uh because it shows his skill with developing a mystery as well so those who like humor those who like mystery uh, those who just like a good story or those who loved uh barack and joe and the bromance that was there you'll really enjoy the story um, another um, thing that uh, came out just recently, uh, not, not a novel, but a collection and actually a what's billed as a reader uh, from University Press of Kentucky is Bobby Ann Mason's Patchwork. Um, you get a great sampling of her short stories as well as a, some snippets from the novels that uh, we all know and love. But the best thing I think about it is you get a good sampling of the flash fiction that she has been writing more recently. So you get some things that haven't been collected in a Bobby Ann Mason collection before. Um, the single page story that everything's encapsulated in that one page uh, with that. And you still get all of the the character and intrigue that you get with Bobby Ann's writing. So is the flash fiction uh, unpublished or, or to this point? Um, I mean, is it new work? I believe some of it is completely unpublished. Some of the flash fiction I do know has been published in journals or online uh, with that. But I'm pretty sure that some of them haven't been in a publication prior to this. All right. And next on your list? Uh Another collection that uh, just came out is uh, The World Ending Fire, which is a collection that Counterpoint just did of Wendell Berry as well. So it's a new Wendell Berry uh, collection that's out there uh, that just came out. And also 
partnering with that along those lines is Larkspur has a new collection of some of the Wendelberry, some of the more recent Sabbaths in a Larkspur edition, which we know those are the hand-printed and hand-sewn uh, books from uh, Gray Zeitz and his uh, team down in Monterey. Yeah, Gray Zeitz does such a beautiful work. Uh, it, it's really a, an honor for uh, any author uh, to uh, have something uh, by uh, Gray uh, in his uh, uh, his press. So uh, that's, that's really a tribute. And he and Wendell have been doing this for a long time. Let me ask you a question. Uh, are, are the pieces in the collection, uh, in the Barry collection, are, are they new pieces? Yeah, these are the, the newer Sabbaths. Uh-huh. So the, his tradition of Sabbath poems uh, that are the, the more spiritual nature uh, contemplations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, there were a uh, majority of the earlier ones up until these were collected into uh, This Day, a collection that Counterpoint did of uh, Wendell Bayer, of just his Sabbath poems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and next? Uh, the next one is uh, a good um, Southern Gothic, or what may be called Gritlit, from Chris Offit. Uh, his new one, Country Dark, is another um, in that um, he takes his main character, uh, has returned from uh, the Korean War, and you get uh, a taste of the mountains. Uh, you get bootleggers thrown in there. Uh, and it's it's a dark read, but it's one of those, if you're reading you know, the Southern Gothic or the Grit Lit, uh, Chris Offit doesn't disappoint. Tell us a little bit about Chris Offit. He's uh, been uh, he's a Kentucky uh, writer, but uh, he's not here in the state at the present time. He went to the Iowa uh, a, a workshop, uh, noted for its fine uh, writing skill. And I think for a, a short period of time, he, he came back to Moorhead, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's, he's in Mississippi now uh, with it and uh, still true to his Kentucky roots. And uh, he's known for uh, not only his fiction, but also memoir as well. Uh, he uh, did... Uh, a collection of his own, uh, a memoir of his own, uh, but then also did a uh, memoir two years ago, maybe three, uh, on his father, uh, yeah. called My Father the Pornographer, uh-huh. uh, yeah. which is also an intriguing read uh-huh. and uh, some insight into his father's life that really wasn't known uh, before with the, and some really good stuff. Yeah, uh, and and the name of this new uh, book, the new novel is uh, Country Dark. Country Dark. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, continuing in uh, fiction, uh, Lisa Cross Smith, who is a uh, Kentucky writer out of Louisville, uh, has a new book, Whiskey and Ribbons, uh, which um, has a um, a very uh, poignant and a relevant story that deals with uh, a police shooting and uh, three people and how they uh, react to that and how that affects their life. Uh, you actually get alternating points of view uh, with the different characters. Um, and uh, it's also uh, garnered a lot of national attention. It was actually on Oprah's summer read list and uh, was also on a number of the most anticipated novels for 2018. 
And she's from Louisville. Uh, she's from Louisville. Uh, she has uh, an earlier collection of short stories that got some attention. Her writing, uh, people may be familiar with her writing from Oxford American mm-hmm. as well. She's a pretty frequent contributor there. To the magazine. Yes. Um, all right. Um, next, uh, we'll jump to some of the something for some of the younger folks uh, with it. Uh, David Arnold. Uh, who is a, a Lexington writer and um, pretty well known for his two previous uh, YA novels, young adult novels, Mosquito Land and uh, Kids of Appetite, has a new one, The Strange Fascinations of Noah Hypnotics. And it is a wonderful story. You've got a blend of magical realism in there because uh, Noah... Um, is hypnotized and after the after he's hypnotized he realizes he can see and hear things that weren't noticeable prior to that and so it brings up uh wonderful things as far as uh his relationship with family and friends and and how he interacts with the world itself so it's a great read um for that teen on your list, or even for an adult, uh, young adult writing right now is really the the term limits it more than it should. I was going to ask you about that. Now, you know, some people want to be as specific to say uh, young adult is for age, uh, what, 15 or so, 16 yeah, to, like, to 20 yeah, something? to that 20 range. But then I, I just heard another uh, book reviewer say on, on a podcast that, uh, and, and she was decades older, but she enjoyed a, a graphic novel which was uh, written for YA, and she said it, it really appealed to her and, and to, to a lot of older readers. Yeah, I, th- so. I, th- I think some of the, some of the best writing out there, especially within the past three to five years, has come out of that YA market. And, um, you know, as a bookseller, more and more folks come in looking for, you know, what's the latest thing from John Green or locally from David Arnold or Gwenda Bond or Sarah Combs, you know, what are they uh, putting out there? So... Yeah, the, the YA works great. With Anything that. else in YA? Uh, well, actually, going uh, even younger to the to the young reader, uh, someone who's known in especially the YA market, Gwenda Bond. Uh, she and her partner Christopher Rowe um, team up for a younger reader series called the Supernormal Sleuthing Agents. Uh, Supernormal uh, Sleuthing. Uh, service service okay. yeah it's <laughs> a lot and it's a lot to spit yeah. out and they uh the first book in that series the lost legacy uh just came out in paperback and the second in the series the sphinx's secret um came out just came out and of course it's in hardcover uh with it but this deals with a young boy and his father who his father is a chef and gets a job in this strange, magical hotel. And the kid lives there, and so he he and his friends develop the supernormal sleuthing service <laughs> to deal with uh, all of the supernatural happenings yeah. uh, around the, the hotel. So you get 
a little bit of uh, vampires and monsters and things that go bump in the night. Um, and it's great reading for that middle grade or intermediate. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the age there. Yeah. So so middle grade and, and a little bit older, a little bit yeah. younger. You could, with, with this too, I mean, you could go a little bit older, yeah. uh, but generally you're going to okay. be in that middle grade range. Yeah, yeah well, that's good. And they're, they're both... Uh, Kentucky, Central Kentucky writers. So yes. that's that's a, that's a nice thing too. Yeah. Um, then in the you know Kentucky is is rich with poetry, and we're uh, 2018 has not disappointed and will not disappoint. Uh, continuing, um, one of the earlier things that came out this year is from uh, University Press of Kentucky as well as Blackbone. Uh, which is the collection from the Appalachian poets, um, um, a stalwart of uh, poetry uh, out of Kentucky, and especially those who have ties to Appalachia, uh, you know, with the term coin from Frank X. Walker and uh, the group that uh, he champions of the Appalachian poets. So you've got the likes of, of Frank, uh, Ricardo Nazario Colon, um, Nikki Finney, uh, Jeremy Payton, Jeremy who's Payton. A, a professor at Transylvania, yeah. and has a new book out. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Jeremy and Bianca edited the Black Bone, and uh, Jeremy has a new collection out from Broadstone Press, which is a, a Frankfurt Press, mm-hmm. uh, with us. And his new collection is Prison Recipes, mm-hmm. uh, and as Jeremy is is such a master with taking these historical events and interpreting it in poetry uh, this collection deals with the dirty wars in Argentina and the folks who were disappeared or who died in that or who spent years in prison uh, with it so he's done uh, another fantastic collection and and Larry Moore with Broadstone has has made a beautiful book out of it well that's one to look forward to uh, for sure and and that's already out yeah that is already out uh, another one that's already out as well, also from uh, a great Kentucky press, from Old Co. Press, uh, is Marianne Taylor's Marianne Taylor Hall's uh, collection, Out of Nowhere, which is new and selected poems. With that, so you get some work that you may know from Marianne, but then you also get some new work mixed in with that. And so this is poetry. Yes. This is uh, Marion Taylor Hall, uh, Come and Go Molly Snow, was one of her novels, if not early on. And then, I, uh, honestly, Jay, I, I, she had a, I've forgotten the second, but... Uh, the Breakers. The Breakers. Yeah. But this is, uh, this is poetry from, from yeah. Marion Taylor. Yeah. yeah, and her poetry is, is amazing. There's the, uh, the tie to uh, especially nature, as so many Kentucky poets do well, that, that sense of place. Mm-hmm. And you recognize Kentucky within her writing. Uh, and then also just the, uh, the strength of, of humanity and relationships with folks. Uh, across the the years with it and this is such a a rich collection uh, that Nyoka and the folks at at Oak Cove have worked with Marianne to to really put together a beautiful piece of work for Mm -hmm. her. All right. Uh, And then uh, some a future poetry collection coming out uh, coming out in August is Ada Limon's The Carrying uh, 
comes out. Uh, folks may remember her from uh, Bright Dead Things, which was a finalist for the National Book Award and National Book Critic Circles Award. And um, she'll actually be reading at the shop this week uh, before the podcast goes out. Uh, but Ada's a great friend of uh, Briar Books, and her work is so well-honed and um, just the precision of words and the images that she she paints on the page is phenomenal. Two books that uh, I like to mention um, in the nonfiction realm of things, sort of in essays and, and spirituality, um, Katerina Stoikova Klammer, that um, uh, many folks know with her work with uh, Accents Publishing um, here in Lexington, uh, has a um, new collection of aphorisms or quotes that she's collected over the past seven years. And it's out from Accents. It's called Bird on a Windowsill. Hmm. It's a little uh, and little physically. Yeah, almost uh, like a chapbook. Can, yeah, well, yeah. it's small, even small size that uh, you could put really? in a shirt pocket. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a great book to carry around. And it's um, just sayings, quotes, and aphorisms that Katarina collected over the past seven years. And it's such a, a fount of wisdom and something to go through to you know look at each day with, with what you've got going on. But it's a great little book. Um, that just came out. While Mon Katarina, her uh, uh, award-winning collection um, that was an award winner in Bulgaria, in the Bulgarian, has actually now been translated into the English and is available from Broadstone as well uh, under the, ti- the English title of How God Punishes, mm. which is a, a beautiful collection of poems uh, from Katarina. Um, then continuing in the the realm of spirituality and essays and uh, biography is uh, Laurie Brock, who is uh, at uh, St. Michael's. Mm-hmm. Um, her Horses Speak of God is a, a, a beautiful little book that um, deals with her um, discoveries and uh, insight um, that she discovered on life by her interaction with horses. Mm -hmm. And it's so appropriate uh, for so many readers here in Central Kentucky um, that love horses and so many folks who are in the horse industry, variety different aspects of it, um, can can really uh, understand and sympathize with what uh, Lori puts out in her book. And it's been uh, a great one for us. We had a a launch event for her as well, and she was actually um, just down at the farmers market uh, as part of the homegrown author series. There, mm-hmm. uh, Jay, uh, that, that's quite a list, and uh, you, you've given uh, our listeners uh, an idea of what uh, is good for this summer. Um, and, and all these are available uh, at Briar, yes. uh, or you can order, and I'm sure on special order, uh, and sometimes you do run out of titles, and mm-hmm. you can reorder uh, for someone. Right, right, and we do uh, uh, pre-orders as well for those that are coming out, uh, and uh, we did pre-orders for Silas's, for Southernmost, uh, for um, 
Tiffany Rice for one of her earlier ones that came out. And we've been doing uh, pre-orders for Andrew's book and for Ada Lamone's book that's coming out in August. Um, we also have plans that we'll be doing pre-orders for Margaret Verbal's book, which her new one comes out in February of 2019. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I thought it was out before then. No, they really. Yeah, February of 2019. It's a hard one to wait for. Yeah. Um, I get the fortunate perk of being a bookseller and getting an advanced reader's copy. Yeah. So I've read it and I love it. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, it, uh, for anyone who hasn't read Maud's line, which was Margaret's first book, uh, I encourage you to go 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 read that now. It was a, a finalist a for the Pulitzer. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, Cherokee America continues in that same rewarding vein, and we get the story of uh, Czech, who is uh, in uh, Oklahoma in the the Oklahoma Territory, and uh, setting up uh, life for her family there with it, and we get just some great characters, uh, some interesting ones, and some that we'll love and some that you'll hate, uh, and a great story that Margaret tells. Well, Jay, uh, thanks so much for your, your knowledge, uh, your suggestions, uh, and for Briar Books and the work that you're doing uh, in central Kentucky and really all over Kentucky, especially in uh, in eastern Kentucky with your, your pop-up of work there. Uh, I know you're going to be down at the Appalachian Writers Workshop in Hindman. Yes. Uh, not you, uh, but, but, your, uh, but, but Samantha will be there. Is yeah. that correct? So, Savannah. Yeah. Uh, Savannah, excuse yeah. me, not Samantha. Um, and um, so just, just uh, you know, we, we want to support uh, independent stores. Uh, we all want to, uh, to feel like that uh, books... Uh, are going to be around uh, forever and ever, and that they're a treasure, and that we should all uh, treat them as such. So you're you're a big uh, part of uh, of our reading life, and we uh, we we thank you so much for that. Well, thank you. Thanks for uh, supporting the shop and supporting all that we're doing. Think Humanities is a podcast from Kentucky Humanities and is a production of the University of Kentucky College of Arts and Sciences. This podcast was created at the Media Depot. Think Humanities is available at kyhumanities.org, iTunes, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud.